What's up, everyone? Mega Man here. Before we get to the episode with my guest, uh, Eddie Aguirre, the host of the Social Primate Podcast, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's been reposting uh, uh, my podcast uh, episode, The Mega Man's Life Part 7, on Instagram, on Facebook, and everything. Thank you so much for uh, showing me love on the DMs. I really, really appreciate it. Um, I'm just going to say this. I came a long way. And, uh, you know, sometimes in a way you just have to grow up and mature. And, uh, you know, I just uh, it's 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 been a minute because I haven't done a podcast in about uh, two and a half weeks. And so I've been kind of lagging because uh, work's been kind of killing me lately. So I want to be focused on work a little bit. But uh, I wanted to do that Mega Man's Live. So I meant what I said. And I was from the heart. Um I just want to say thank you so much. Um, I made a I I made a lot of new followers, and uh, a lot of people love the episode, and some people didn't like the episode. It's okay. It's you're gonna win some or you lose some, and um, this brings up to another topic. Um, there was a person uh, who left a, a bad review on my Apple Podcast rate and review. And this person, um, he was following me and he left like a Kuaz review comment uh, maybe a year year and a half ago, whatever. And, uh, you know, I I looked at the comment and uh, to me, it wasn't true what this person wrote. Um, I don't take this guy seriously. Uh, he kind of repeats whatever Joe Rogan and and the fighter and the kid stuff, and he repeats it on his on his podcast. You know, um, this person was judging my character. Uh, this person thinks I was a clown shoe in this or whatsoever. Um, this person is just a listener, but he does he, he or she does not know what goes on in the podcast, you know, and stuff like that. And uh, I want to break everything down. Now, when a person tells me you're you're just putting a character on, and I think to myself, what is a character? What is my podcast character? Because I'm Mega Man, there's two types of uh, people who do podcasts. Either you're a person who, who wants to inform people uh, what goes on in the world or society and all that. And there's another person who wants to be an entertainer and do podcasts just, just to get through your day. Um, I just want to be me for me. Um, I just don't have a character, you know, but people like to put the mask on and be structured and, and when they're not doing the podcast and they're themselves, you know, um, I always been real. And I always been real with um, with my guests and with the people who listen to me and stuff like that. Um, I'm very honest. I'm very blunt. Um, I'll tell you how it is. Um, I'm, I'm very passionate. Um, you know, I work on my weaknesses. And, uh, you know, it's just sometimes in a way it's like I'm not going to be, um, you know, I'm just going to be me for me. I'm, I'm never going to change my ways. Like, if people are going to love me, people are going to love me. If people don't or don't, but it's you sometimes in a way you have to deal with those criticisms. You got to deal with people who are going to love you or hate you because you got to you you have to grow thick skin if you're going to get into the podcast game. So, does people tell me does it bother you that this person left you a mean comment on your Apple podcast? No, not really, because I think in a way we're all molded to get all this love and this like and all that stuff but when a person leaves you a bad comment or a bad review it i think some people just can't take it and it ruins their whole week 
you know um i'm more like the opposite because when a person leaves a bad comment you really want to dwell on it you only want to think it and um when when people accuse me of plagiarizing or trying to copy because i heard this episode i mean to me like doing a podcast is really really hard uh, you have to come up with new new ideas to talk about, new stuff to talk about. Uh, what's the current events? What's been going on on social media? The podcast, the news. I mean, there's a lot to talk about. Um, I think I think in a way, there's some people who stopped listening to me because they like me to be the old Mega Man. Uh, you know, always drama, always this, um, just just whatever. You know, and. Um, People grow up, people mature, and uh, I I just grew out of that stuff. I just I'm more humble and more peace now, and uh, I just see things more different, you know. I and uh, I just in a way I want to get the right guest to come on the podcast, and uh, that's what I've been doing. Um, I you can't make everyone happy, so to me, you just you got to have thick skin if if you're gonna make it in the podcast game, but. I'm not really I'm not really worrying about it anymore, but I guess when a lot of people DM me and tell me that it's like it's like whatever or or people tell me, aren't you mad about that comment when he posted? Nah, I just I'm so busy right now, uh, guys and ladies uh, with my work. Um, You know, I'm in the front line uh, being in a a central worker and this episode um, I'm going to be doing and you're going to hear it. um, You know, my my guest, uh, Eddie Aguirre, the host of the Social Primate podcast, he was going through the same thing. And uh, this episode is pretty deep, guys, because um, um, this is probably the second person um, I knew who had the, the COVID and, um, you know, it, it, we went pretty deep on it and uh, it, it made me understand more of of, of this coronavirus is going on. And, uh, you know, it's um, and there's one thing, you know, when I worried uh, about a lot of people, I mean, one of my uh, one of my high school friends passed away from the from the covid um, up in Northern California. So this is my second this is the second person I knew who had the COVID and luckily, thank God, uh, the grace of God, you know, um, you know, Eddie Aguirre, uh, got better. So I'm happy for him. He's doing good. He's, he's recovered and, uh, he talked about it and, um, everyone enjoy this episode. Uh, I did with, uh, Eddie Aguirre. It's really, really deep guys. All right. I love you guys. Have this episode is probably going to be out already on Sunday night, but have an enjoyable. Hope everyone had an enjoyable past weekend, and have an awesome uh, week and all that stuff because uh, you got to keep on going on the podcast and uh, you know more guests to come. So everyone, I hope you like this episode. Mega Man's out. Enjoy. Yo. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Mega Man's podcast with your host, Stephen Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. This will be episode 149. I have a very, very special guest. Uh, we're going to do a part two. Uh, right now, my guest on the phone right now on Anchor Shouts to Anchor, uh, my boy, Eddie Aguirre, the host of the Social Primate podcast. And you can find his podcast on Anchor and also on Super Audio Network. Shout out to Dre. Eddie, man, what's up, man? 
Damn, what's up, Mega Man? It's been a while, man. How you doing? And good, good. Can you hear me good? Yeah, I can hear you clear. Um, All right. You? I'm good. Hey, I can hear you super perfect. Great. That's awesome. What's up, man? Yeah. Thank you again for having me, dude. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, it's yeah, it's an honor, man. Like, I feel um, we scratched the surface with you. And uh, I remember when I had you, you were kind of like kind of taking a break or kind of fixing your uh, your podcast. Yeah, yeah, I was on the, I was like on the, in the process of kind of like shifting gears, kind of trying to, trying to train, like experiment with new ideas, uh, and yeah, man, it looked like it was going very good, you know, until all this COVID shit kind of like dropped on yeah. me. Yeah, it's, uh, it really messed up. Uh, it's, it's an adjustment because, uh, you know, ever since this thing happened, you know, a lot of, I had a lot of my guests I was supposed to have on in the, in the future were. Had to uh, cancel or postpone or yeah or schedule for a la- later date. So I was like, okay, well, gee, what am I gonna do? Then everyone's were were like opening up Skypes and and uh, Zoom accounts. Yeah, yeah, they were trying to do. I mean, I I get it, you know, like the same thing with me. Like when everything kind of happened, which was what, maybe like two months at this point. Yes. Um, I had like ten guests lined up. You know, it was like I was excited for each and of each and every one of those conversations and. Obviously, a lot of people were, some people were more paranoid than others. They were like, hey, I don't want to do this. Uh, let's postpone. And then other people were down to do Skype and Zoom. But um, from my personal experience, I've done Zoom and Skype before. And mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of it. So, you know, one of the reasons why I kind of put off putting episodes out for a while, because, like, just the quality, like, it, it gets weird. You know, if you have whack-ass internet connection, then yeah. it's like, you know, it just it's just bad for everybody. Like it's, it's not an enjoyable conversation because you gotta keep stopping and yeah, you're stuff. yeah, you're not the only one because I I feel the same way too because uh, uh I know Fix shouts to Fix he wants to do a uh, an episode on Skype and um, yeah. I you know and I'll do it with him later but uh, I I was having problems with Zoom because it would freeze up on me. Uh, you know, with Anchor, and it blocks in- incoming phone calls to not uh, interrupt this episode, you know? Yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of things, and I just, it, I want, you know, like, I like the interaction face-to-face, meeting my guests and here, and uh, I don't, I just don't feel it with, with a Zoom or, you know, it's just uh, sometimes in a way there's a maybe a two or three second delayed, and I was yep. like, fuck. I can't say fuck this shit, man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. Uh, I mean, like I did it before with this COVID nineteen stuff. Like I tried it a few times, and like you said, it's people are talking over each other. There's a delay, or there's like this weird connection. So, like it's it's really deassociated from that human experience you get from a podcast, you know. So yeah, uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm I, this is the first time I'm trying this this anchor one. So I mean, it's coming yeah. up as a little experience for me. And so far, I mean, your voice sounds pretty crisp. I don't, I don't, and. Obviously, there's no lag, so I feel like I'm talking to you in real time right now. Yeah, and that's the thing. And um, I I was playing around with it a while back, and uh, I know Anchor did some stuff. They fixed the, uh, you know, the the two second delay because it's like if I was asking you a question, uh, a two seconds delay, then it would kind of be like an echo noise or something like a repeating sound. So yeah. once they did, they fixed everything, and I was like. And when they said that, like, yeah, we're going to block incoming phone calls where it won't interfere with the conversation, what, uh, how we're having it now. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think it's I think it's cool because, you know, I I noticed at least the time that I haven't been recording two months, there's still people putting out content like fucking crazy. Like you for sure. I see you like fucking hustling through all this time. And I'm like, damn, like that's, that should be me, too, you know? 
Yeah, but everyone, yeah, but everyone has their own uh, difference of how you know. Like, um, I know in a way, like to me, I'm kind of. I was. Everyone says I'm more hustling, but I'm. I'm gonna be honest, uh, Eddie, man. I've been kind of like lagging. I've been kind of like taking my time because yeah. I'm living life, and um, because of this, uh, this COVID, um, I learned so much about me, what I was doing wrong. I needed to take a break and this and uh, you know it 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 could be good thing it could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then again, like you said, it kind of depends on how you look at it. You decided to kind of turn that narrative and say, like, okay, let me take this time to kind of reflect on what yeah. I've been doing. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. you know pretty kind of for me it's kind of the same thing too. You know, it's again it's been two months for me, so it feels kind of like weird right now, but. I mean, mm-hmm. overall, you know, I, I think, you know, once you, you know, at least I think you backlog episodes, you've been backlogging them, right? So, like, you already have that content even ready, even yeah. if you're not recording. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, what happened yeah. was, um, yeah, so what happened um, when I had about, like, backed up, like, 36 episodes, a lot of the episodes I had were, were kind of done for, from December and January. Uh, yeah. And uh, I wanted to I wanted to push those out more. I don't want to put one out one a week because I felt like if I put one out, Eddie, uh, I'm getting behind on the current events of what's going on. So mm-hmm. I was pushing out maybe three to four episodes a week so I could be caught up, you know, now so I could talk about current stuff, you know? Gotcha. No, that's actually really cool. I, I, it was because I saw stuff like that. I, I should have been like, okay, I need a... Point is, I reflected back on how I'm doing the show, and I feel like there's a lot of new changes that I'm going to implement moving forward. Mm-hmm. But it's something that I really wouldn't have sat down to kind of think about. I mean, we've all been, been bored, locked down, and stuff. So, you know, you yeah. have to have ideas and kind of see what what's working or not. But yeah, um, I think like it's great. It, yeah, like anything, like if you're on lockdown, like with this, you know, you can always do like a solo one, like reflecting of hey what's been going on with eddie you know like you could put you know maybe for like 30 to 40 minutes of you know once a week and see what's going on for the week you know because i think in a way um from a lot of the podcasters like you know ever since um i put that like you know that logo which i put you out at you know with the uh, oh, yeah. which podcast you're listening to um i've been trying to try to get everyone close as a family because there's other podcasters who don't know each other and it's all about helping each other out and it's also about uh networking yeah exactly which i thought honestly when i opened my my uh excuse me direct messages in the morning i was like man who the hell added me to a group and i saw it and i was like oh damn it's like some of the like like uh you know up-and-coming latino podcasts and just to have everybody in that group like kind of talking to each other seeing what everybody's kind of doing it kind of yeah. makes the world, the podcast world, seem a little smaller and compared to like, you know, I mean, not smaller, but bigger. Um, yeah. You know, and you see how everybody's kind of have has their own thing going on. Like each podcast represents something differently. Yeah. But yeah, dude, it's it was cool, man. I think what, what do we what do you guys put the name as? Avengers of podcasting or something? I think because Chris uh, from Kickback Podcast, he huh. wanted to do that. I think it was Avengers. So. um with uh, all the people we had on that logo, uh, he just he wanted to, uh, you know, just to have click everyone and have a group or, you know, it's all about networking. Uh, but hey, you have this guest, I'll get mm-hmm. you on this. So it's a it's a, it's a it's a it's a tight knit like Latino podcast family. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean that's exactly what we need because I mean, like, just like the name insinuates Avengers. I mean, for people who don't really know about like comic book stuff, it's like. 
you know, you're bringing a team of like all these individual superheroes and bringing them to make a fucking A team. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you have like this fucking top tier group that, Mm -hmm. you know, can can get things done. Yeah. And that's why I thought it was amazing when you guys put it as Avengers of Podcast. I was like, oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, because what happened was the story was uh, I did a podcast uh, called The Flashback with the Homies Mm -hmm. and uh, the host Ernesto Gramzilla. He says, you know, Mega Man, one day I want to be on that on that iPhone or that iPad, you know, like which Latino podcast you're listening to. Mm -hmm. So what I did is the next day um, I made a list of the the Latino podcast. These are the Latino podcasts I am messing with or I'm focusing on or who I am supporting. So that's what we just came up with something like this is the because what happened was uh, Eddie asked the fellas did one and they had their own podcast they were listening to. But I wanted to have my own version of who I was listening to and who I was messing with. And that's why when um, I didn't tell you, I just I just barely just got done uh, hearing all your episodes up from top to bottom. Because God damn. I know. I just well, I just went I went through it. It took me like a week, a week and yeah. a half went through every episode because I wanted to understand who is Eddie Aguirre about, you know, what was your podcast about? So now that I know who you are, I know what your podcast is and I know what you represent and I know what you're trying to do with this podcast. Now I understand why. Yeah. You know, first of all, I don't want to cut you off there, but thank you. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for like really taking the time to listen to. It's weird hearing sometimes people compliment your show and it's like, Oh fuck. You don't even know what it's weird, saying. huh? Yeah, it is. It's, it's, weird. it's weird. Yeah, it's it's definitely. Uh, I mean, quick, quick, like uh, fucking sideways here. I was at work the other day, and um, um, I was wearing my social primate shirt, and some some guy came in, and he's like, "Oh, social primate, huh? That's a podcast." And I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, is, do you run it?" Oh shit! I don't know if you heard that. Did you, were you able to hear that on your end? The vib- what happened? There was a vibration. No, right? No, I didn't hear anything. Okay, sweet. Just so it doesn't mess up the recording. Me... No, no, everything's good. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, point is, like, I was just kind of like, fucking taken aback that some random guy who came in knew the pod, who knew what the podcast was, and I was like, what? Like, it was cool. It was a cool experience, but definitely like something I'm not used to. Yeah, that's the same thing with me. Where, uh, you know, like little by little, we're taking baby steps to to build our numbers on social media, but also build the podcast up and. You know, and with, you know, and everyone's going to get better. Everyone, you know, when you listen to podcasts, it's still like we're in the still in the podcast baby stages, but be like, oh, shit, that's Eddie from Social Primate. Oh, snap. That's Mega Man from the Mega Man. It it gets kind of weirded out. But you know what? It's awesome because you you have a cult following. You have you have people who listen to your podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's how it starts. You know, you got to you got to start small. And like, I, I think one of the things that the last two months have taught me is that like, um, I mean, it made me just self, for sure, self ref- reflect on my, my, uh, my existence, like overall, like how long I have here in this reality to kind of like do what I want to do and what I can leave behind. Yeah. And like on top of that, like just having the, the ability to kind of like, um, rethink exactly what overall my goal is. Cause I don't know, man. It was, I mean, I, I don't know if you want to move this way yet, but, um, like, the last two months, you know, since all this, all this stuff started, I think like two weeks, three weeks into this whole uh, lockdown stuff, um, I started kind of like having very close symptoms to COVID-19. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. And um, like, I'm being honest because I don't want to bullshit here. Like, I tested twice 
and they did come out negative twice. Uh-huh. However, um, somebody like close to me that I see on a daily basis uh, tested positive. So, like right after they got their symptoms, um, I started showing symptoms. And the the thing is, like, so I, I don't know how, how much information people have on Corona, but pretty much like the symptoms that they've been saying that are like the main ones have been like flu, like fever, cough, and at the shortness of breath. Yes, yes. Um, and those were the initial symptoms. But as time progressed, just like I think three, maybe less than a month ago, they announced that there's new symptoms associated with it. And it can be muscle aches. It can be like uh, back aches. It can be uh, gastrointestinal, like your stomach and your guts and shit. Yeah. Aches and stuff. And those were the things that I was experiencing on the level that I've never in my life have experienced. Mm-hmm. So like the like the whole time I was in bed for like two weeks, dude. And like in order for me to sleep, I had to like lay on my side, like in fetal position to kind of like put pressure, like stress, tension on my back. Oh, my God. And dude, it was it was bad because I wake up with my lungs hurting really bad. It felt like I had smoked for people who smoke weed, like, if you smoke a lot, sometimes in the morning you wake up with, like, your tongue's feeling kind of, like, not 100%. Uh-huh. But that was me, like, every day for, like, two weeks. And, yeah, man, it was it was bad. And um, the person that I, uh, you know, was in contact with, uh, she ended up being um, uh, positive. And then when I decided to get tested, it was already, like, a week, two weeks after my whole symptom stuff. So mm-hmm. by that time, even if I had tested, like, there's a huge chance that it still would have been negative because um, I already had passed through all the symptoms. And at the time, I think in order for you to even qualify to take a COVID test, uh, you had to be 65 years or older. You had to have sh- uh, show symptoms of flu. And that was it. Like if you didn't meet any of those criteria or sorry, just the 65 plus, they weren't allowing you to take tests. Um, so I unfortunately wasn't able to take a test when I was feeling sick. Because the restrictions that LA County had at the time were only for people who were deemed like, like, yeah, uh, uh, what's the word? I'm like, endangered type of thing. Yeah, because right now I'm looking at the deficit because from there's like death tolls and everything in Cudahy, uh You guys took a hit for uh for, for the deaths in uh in the with the corona is 115. God damn, 115 Mark. bells. Bells had 183. Bell Gardens had 158 death tolls. Uh, you know, um, with us, like we had uh, 38 people die, but you know, out of the in Long Beach, well, there was 789 cases, but uh, with 494 people recovered, but with 38 people died because what happened in Long Beach. Yeah. A lot of people were, there's a lot of apartments going down, 4th Street going down, and that's where a lot of stuff was happening. Like, oh, my God, you know, and uh, we were, it was a panic attack because we got hit hard when a lot of this corona happened in Long Beach. And people were like, what the fuck's going on in Long Beach, you know, and stuff like that. But I, yeah, feel, yeah. Like, I feel like with the inner city, with you guys, you guys got hit hard. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, from what I've told other people, it's like, here in the, the the community in Southeast LA, at least from where I live, you know, you got cities like Cudahy, Southgate, Bell, Bill Gardens, Maywood, HP, uh, uh, so on and so uh, some other ones I don't remember right now. But the the whole thing is that everybody around here usually outsource two different parts of the you know county to work. Like everybody's going out and coming back into the city, so mm-hmm. everybody's in different spots every single day. So who how many people are you coming in contact with? You know. 
Yes, exactly. You're, you're, exactly. you're bound to bring something back to somebody. Yeah, yeah. So, like, because with Cudahy, where you guys are at, you guys are like in the middle of LA, where you're going to Long Beach, Whittier, East LA. You're, you're like, it's like it's right in the middle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like the one of the biggest working classes, like lower income, unfortunately, ain't working classes. So you know, everybody's working to fucking Topanga, like Canoga Park, or like Riverside or something, just to kind of like make money. But at the end of the day, they're coming back into their you know little town. Damn. So you know that's it, that's where it gets weird. But you know, and that's why initially when uh, everything started happening with, with this, like I just have to. I have to make it an like an important point to tell people that, you know, I I've seen especially now in the last two weeks there's been a lot of like, kind of resentment, kind of like trying to rebel against what the government's saying. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, there's protests going on and people not giving a fuck. And I get it. Look, I myself feel as frustrated because I feel like I can't do much and I wish I could be doing more. Um, but having experienced what I did, like, whether the test was like. I took it too late or whether it was like a false negative test, which the percentages in that has been really high. That being said that like sometimes a test that you take might not be working correctly and it's not up to standard. So it doesn't give you a proper result. Uh-huh. So that those have been plenty of cases uh, so far in LA County. So who knows what it was, but what I do know for a fact was what I felt for that two weeks was not something that I've ever felt in my life in terms of how I felt like my, my health, can I just go from a hundred percent? Because I don't. I'm not the fittest guy. I mean, I'm. I, I run. I go to the gym maybe like three or four times a week when it was open. So I'll keep like kind of like a steady health style, a healthy lifestyle. But once this shit hit me, dude, I went from like, let's say ninety percent to like twenty percent. God. And oh yeah, dude, like it, it knocked me out of my ass. And I legit thought sometimes that I will I wouldn't be able to wake up because I'll have like some. I, I kept being paranoid thinking that I will wake up like having like a breathing anxiety attack or something. Were you, were you worried? Like, it's like, man, it's something really, cause you know, when you look at, you don't want to look at the news, but when you see like the death toll, were you like thinking like, man, if this shit, if I'm going down, man, what's going to happen with my son? What's going to happen with, <laughs> what's gonna yeah. with my family? No, hell yeah. That, that, like as soon as they found out um, that the person, you know, I, I would like to give their title and stuff, but, you know confidentiality here but mm-hmm. the point is that person that i was uh, uh, close to contact with when they tested positive i was like damn like this is the i'm 100 percent sure that i'm gonna have it too like 100 percent. yes um so my biggest fear at the time was my parents because my parents had been staying away from me for like already like two months since it kind of started so yeah, they yeah. showed up they i think all my family showed up one day used to kind of like say hi and then, then, like, two days later, I find out that happened. And I was like, fuck. Like, I was around them. Like, oh. like I was around them. You know, you're in your house. You're not wearing any mask and stuff. But you don't know it yet. You know, you just, you just think, like, like it's nothing. But, um, yeah, dude, it, it was scary. And then, obviously, once I started uh, feeling like that and it got tested, <clears throat> I still stayed away from my kid. And it was pretty hard, like, uh, for, like, a week, week and a half. He'll like be in the house, but he had to be in another room, and I couldn't get, get like close in contact with him, or like he would have to take extra measures for him to kind of stay away at his other grandma's house, or so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And it was for me, it was a toll, like I guess psychologically, because I felt like I couldn't, like I felt like I wasn't there for him, like I felt like I was kind of neglecting him, but not because I really wanted to, but it was more out of necessity to protect him. 
I think in a way, when he grows up, and you know, there'll be one day who realize like, hey, remember this time, Dad? Like this? How come you weren't there? You, but at least in a way, you have an explanation. It's like, hey, this is your son. I mean, we're all. I mean, this is new to us. I mean, yeah. There, there was like, there was times like, you know, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if I had it or not because I got sick and I had a cold, and they quarantined me for like two and a half weeks. And for some reason, I complain it's whatever. It's a cold. Then all of a sudden. It turned out to it just broke out as a fever, like the same thing, itching, like everything. I just I I felt like shit. I was like hot and cold and everything. Yeah. Um. I had to tell my kids go with your mom. I just just leave me alone. It's just I don't know what. And uh, it's it's for me it's hard because I don't like you have all your family who's gonna be there for you, but with me I was on my own over here. So yeah. To me I was more suffering. By myself, you know, trying to sweat it off and this and whatsoever. And I just, like you said, like, I felt like I was 100. And all of a sudden, I went from 100 to like 20, 30%. I I didn't want to eat anything. So what I was doing was uh, just taking vitamin D, vitamins, yeah, Bs, um, anything with them, anything that's going to strengthen me, like orange juice, Gatorade, oranges, bananas, like I was just trying to do whatever I can to, you know, try to break out. And I was, I, I had a fever. I mean, I, I, I think it had to be, I, I had never, ever in my life. Um, well, I'll take that back. There was a, years ago, uh, there was a flu going around really bad and people were dying. Yeah. And I was, had the flu for like two weeks, you know, like, and people were just dropping, people just dropping, like they're just dying left and right. And that's what I felt like. And, um, I remember uh, I, te- I, te- I text uh, my ex and say, hey, you know, just tell my son I-, I love him because I felt in a way I was really mentally prepared if if anything goes down, you know, just yeah, because I love them, you know, and that's what I kind of felt like. And I mean, that's it's not being like not joke or this, whatever, but, you know, like that's what I felt like when I was if this if this shit, if this shit happens, I'm going out like this. Yeah, it, it, it's something you do think about for sure. I mean, uh, it, it happened to me. I, I that's what I mentioned earlier about like just kind of thinking about my uh, my existence and all the time I have left in this reality. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not I don't I'm not really a religious person. I mean, I believe that there's a, a spiritual afterlife in a sense. Yeah, uh, it's not religious religious based. But point is, um, what I'm trying to say is, I started having a lot of moments where I had those thoughts to myself and. I kind of started rethinking about what or reorganizing my priorities mm. and that felt like I wanted to take up new things, experience a lot more um, and kind of just jump onto new things in life and like stay by them. And then when, again, when you guys started doing all this adventure Avengers of podcasting, the group and stuff that kind of like re-energized me to say like, Oh shit, I gotta, I gotta keep doing this. I gotta keep going. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, like there's times like, you know, uh, with times like these, you know, like we just got to do podcasts. I was feeding for it. I mean, I bet you in a way when you when you took a break and everything, I bet you deep as deep in your heart, you were like, I got to do a podcast. I miss it. I miss it. Yeah, dude, I've been trying to do a podcast. On my, I've never done a solo podcast. Just because I really? Feel like, yeah, just because I feel like I can't talk by myself for like an hour. Yeah, you could. I think, I, you <laughs> know what? I'll be honest with you, Eddie. I think if you do a solo one, man, people will listen because you're from the heart, man. Like the way how your podcast is structured and everything you can do an episode i guess i can see you doing a solo one fuck well i'm gonna 
you're the second person to like help, like hype me up so far that I've told about. So I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna try. I've been doing show notes, you know, because I, I noticed last time that we we uh, sat down together. You got a notebook and you kind of have like a layout or at least a little guide for yourself to kind of drive the conversation where you wanted to. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I I never go in with show notes and sometimes I'm like uh, I get stuck. So I'm trying to practice that to try to put that together with a solo episode to, to see how it goes, you know? Yeah, that that's what I did. So like last night before we started this episode, um, I had all I had so many questions, a list of everything. So with this, I want to come prepared for this episode for you, Eddie. And, and I really want to do my homework, you know, like I feel like with for us to get to the next level, we have to better ourselves, but also be very structured, but also people to listen while we'd be like, wow, man, that was a good episode with Mega Man and, and Eddie, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, somebody reached out to me, like some, like a, like a friend, like probably a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, I listened to the uh, Mega Man episode with you. And I was like, oh, damn, that's cool. And like, I, you know, it's not something I was like trying to like, like fucking tell people, hey, listen to this, listen to this. But, you know, I put it, and then if people want to hear it, then they'll hear it, you know? But yeah. it took me back when they told me, and they're like, yeah, man, that's a good episode. Of, like, I, I felt like I really learned more stuff about yourself. And I was like, oh. Like, yeah. You know, like, it's and cool, it- man. Um, it, it's cool. I mean, I just like being honest because I, I, I've i been through, like, this honesty phases where people, you know, I, I, I learned the hard way that if you're not truthful or people are not truthful to you, Using a cause like pain, you know, and the last thing exactly. I want to do is hurt anybody. Exactly, and that's what I always uh, do. Uh, you just got to be you and just have fun on the podcast. And, and if I mean, you're not gonna make everyone happy, but you know what? As long as you're doing it because you fucking love it, man, just keep on doing it, man. Yeah, I'm, and that's for sure. I'm. This has been like the, a, a really reawakening experience mm-hmm. in terms of like not dying and like trying to trying to just like really take into account a bunch of stuff like i i turned i had a I had a quarantine birthday man like i'm one of those people in the last two months that had to celebrate their birthday in like self isolation type of thing oh wow I, I got to see maybe like two three friends and stuff you know with social distancing guidelines and whatnot but yeah like we you know we still kind of have to have a chance to kind of like chill mm-hmm. and it was nice you know but uh, I turned 30, so I was expecting, like, oh, I'm going to do a fucking party and stuff or, or do something, <laughs> go somewhere. And then next thing you know, it's like, oh, fuck. So I told myself that next year, my, on my 31st birthday, I'm just going to pretend I never turned 30 and just celebrate it then. Let me know, man. And uh, you let me know, and I'll, I'll, I'll buy you, like, a, some, I'll buy you some good beers, man. Damn, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you this conversation, Megan. Mega Man, I'll be like, dude, you owe me some beers. I owe you beer, man. I'm, <laughs> let me know. I have a hope. You know, Mega Man, I'm always going to bring uh, the good stuff. Because I remember when you DM me, like, hey, Mega Man, you know any good places to get some craft beers? Like, don't worry. I got you, dude. Dude, and, and I've been, I've been lagging it. Of, yeah, that's why I DM you all these lists of all those uh, craft beer stores around your area. Yeah, and dude, I've been lagging it. I know one of them so close to me, and I still haven't gone. Mm-hmm. But I, because I've just been getting, like, Corona, like, not Corona, like, Modelo beers. And it's cool, <laughs> you know, but. Like, I feel like I need a different taste now. I need to change that palate. Yeah, you know what we'll do one day once it's all this done, man? Well, well I'll pick you up, man. I'll take you some of the breweries. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know, like, this is good. This is good because everyone has their own different taste of what type of beers they like. So you, you never yeah. know. 
you could be more like, man, I drink Coronas and all this. And all of a sudden, like, man, I like Stouts. I like IPAs. I like, I like lagers, you know? Damn, all right. Sounds good. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hopefully, I mean, what they said, what? This is going to extend to July so far from today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, that's almost, almost like that's pretty much all summer. Like the hundred days. Yeah, we're going to talk about all that stuff. But I just want to say, Eddie, man, I'm just, I'm just glad that, you got out of this, uh, this COVID and everything and you're doing good and all that. And, um, you know, a lot of people, people think like, I wonder if, if you know, people kind of trip out and think like, do actually people do give a fuck about me? Do you think people really care? Because, yeah. you know, there's people who care, but there's people who pretend to care, but they don't really care. But, you know, like with all of us podcasters, man, we're like family, man. And, uh, I, I'm just, I, I'm just, I'm just kind of glad, you know, uh, you know, you're doing okay because if I don't hear from any of the podcasters, any of my friends, um, you know, me, I'm going to be like a DM, like, Hey, is everything okay? You good? You, you know, and stuff. So there's that, there's people who really do care, man. And then I'm one of those. And, uh, I just want to let you know, Eddie, man, you got, you got a good friend, man. I Damn, got your back. Thanks dude. Same, same, you know, like, I think that's, again, it's important outside of, outside of just having the podcast, I guess, to like air quotes, like business, like, I think it's cool to like actually try to manifest some relationships between the people who you are interacting with at that time, you know? Yeah. Like at the end of the day, you're, you're also networking. I mean, I guess you can, people can be selfish about it and just use it to their advantage to kind of, like, get people's contacts and stuff. But, mm-hmm. I mean, overall, I think if you really take the time to really invest into creating that kind of relationship where it's more than just the business aspect of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that, – that, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, because some people think like, okay, I did his podcast and I'm just going to get his followers and that work, but they don't want to build up a, a relationship, you know, a bond yeah. with, you know, friends. And, and I think that's where a lot of people kind of miss out, you know, with this whole, you know, social media, Instagram and stuff like that, you know, it's like, hey, man, you know, if I'm going to do your podcast, you know, I'm, I'm going to be there to support, you know, and it's just sometimes in a way like that comes that comes into play where when you want to get to the next level, there's things that you have to adjust to, to get to that next level in the podcast game. And, and I learned so much from this COVID and uh, I'll tell you this before uh, we jump to a next topic, Um, you know, true, true colors were shown from this COVID, you know, like the people who you thought they were your friends turn out to be like foes or turn out to be like, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't, I saw your true colors and yeah, I yeah. wouldn't want to be, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be affiliated with you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, uh, outside of that, I mean, I like, I, I wouldn't say I had like with the, the main people I hang out with. So I was kind of like, okay, that's, that's cool. It's not, it's not, but there was other people who were like, okay, like kind of like blew it off. And it's like, I mean, I don't, I don't really care. Like if people blow it off or something, but it's again, it's like, just be a little considerate. And I mean, if, I started more, if anything, at work because before I like started feeling like shit, I've basically been working this whole time because I'm considered an essential worker where I'm working. Me too. They do like, yeah, so, you know, you know, we've been basically, I guess, in the front lines, if you want to say. Exactly. You know, so that, first of all, that gives up, that's already putting us at a risk of already coming across somebody, right? Yeah. At any point of the day, we're going to go across somebody. But my biggest thing was, again, like, you're putting these restrictions. So like in our spot, we have to leave like two people max in there. They have to come in with a mask, so on and so forth. But uh, you start seeing people. Yeah. You start seeing their, their true colors in times of crisis. And I think those are the important times to see somebody's integrity, to see how they hold themselves on their own mm. and how, how they are kind of like 
hyper aware of how other people are seeing them, you know, and if you can still act like a dick in front of everybody and scream at people, then that just shows you what kind of person you really are, you know? And when you have, and you see people's true colors, when, when shit really hits the fan, when, when this, when the United States is in crisis and they have to be ration and this and very, it's very greedy, very evil. It's like, fuck, man. It's like, it's just, it's, it, it, it hurts my heart when you see things like that in front of your eyes where we got to be there to help each other out. It's not about us, but in a way, sometimes we got to be there to help each other out. And some people are just, they're just stuck in their old ways, you know? Yeah, it's, and it's, and it's kind of, I mean, this is just like the tip of whatever if it could if it gets worse i don't know but if this was like the tip then i mean it's not even bad compared to what could eventually happen you know big ass earthquake or like yeah, yeah meteor hits us or something you know mm-hmm. like this was nothing really compared to something catastrophic where <clears throat> a lot of people are gonna die like faster oh yeah uh, you know so if people are going crazy now like you can only expect to see what our society will do it'll probably just collapse I mean, at a party conference. Yeah, we're going to talk about all that. So what do you think about this, uh, the extension? Is it a good or a bad thing in what uh, Governor Gavin uh, Newsom's doing? Uh, I mean, again, like having like experience of what it was, I wouldn't want anybody else to experience that, even if you were like super healthy and shit. You know, <laughs> if, it's, if that's just somebody who's, I'm, I'm 30, I'm, I'm assuming some, somebody way older, is a lot worse off, you know, and they're probably going to need the seriousness of like those fucking ventilators and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. I also think that uh, the way that they're handling stuff is not the best of ways to do it. Mm-hmm. Like I think they're moving a little too slow. And I think if they wanted to move at the pace they're going right now, they can do more to kind of like make it available to people like, like, what was it? Friday, they opened up. They can do, like, bookstores or music stores or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. curbside pickup. And it's like, okay, but why couldn't that be done, like, before? Like, mm-hmm. like find creative ways where you can distance people without necessarily shutting everything down. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it affected me for sure because one of my brothers got laid off. And, you know, we need to pay fucking rent. We still got to pay bills. But, I mean, some of the actions that they took, I think they were great in terms of like the rent stuff like you can talk to your landowner and they basically can't evict you into like six months after everything happens mm-hmm. but um yeah this extension stuff i i don't know man i i think it's all right but like, we're, we're getting into summer it's gonna get hot not expecting everybody to wear masks in public like whenever you're outside so it's like there's a lot of things that like, that don't really make sense and then some people are just taking advantage, like, to, you know, either get yeah. more money or, mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. But There's... I'm not necessarily a huge fan of it. Mm-hmm. But I know it's not just about me. Mm-hmm. And I know it's more about our collective. So, I mean, yeah. I know it's a little sacrifice that needs to be made for the time. Yeah. Now, if they bring in the military and they start enforcing stuff, then, yeah, I don't know. That's I'm not going to stand by that type of thing. Yeah. there. I mean, there's so many... There's so many topics we can get into because of this extension. I mean, we can go we can go down rabbit hole after rabbit hole after rabbit hole. I mean, look at there's 31 states that open out of out of the 50 states. I feel like to me there's a lot of uh, 
I feel like Gavin's trying to look at every state and see, okay, certain these states open and stuff like that. I want to be cautious because you never know. Be like, oh shit, you know, oh my god, they, there's another breakout. There's a second wave. Yeah, of this. Yeah. And he's and he's worrying about it because he doesn't want to affect his. If it really affects California, it's gonna affect. It's 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 gonna be spread out because I think in a way he was worried because well, if that thing was coming out of China. People are flying back and forth to San Francisco, and if you go from San Francisco, it's going to spread out like wildfire and stuff. Maybe that's one option. Uh, second, you know, um, you know, the elections are coming up, so knowing the fact like he's a Democrat and yeah. Trump's a Republican, uh, the, they're trying to figure out a way to get Trump out of office. So they want to just sure. collapse this fucking economy and stuff like that to get him out. And so like oh, we're not really we'll, we'll do whatever we can to collapse this economy because you know what they're going to do is we'll, we'll get that money back even even if it's from government uh, you know government aid or this or whatsoever we're just we want trump out so they can point the finger and say see this is the president that you wanted to be um mm -hmm. from times like these there's there's uh there's a lot of things that comes into play and uh it's it, there's a lot of conspiracy stuff there's a lot of stuff where i don't want to be into a little weirded out but you know if I think in a way there's certain people who are taking advantage of this power trip, you know, or, you know, trying to control the people. You can't do this. You can't do that. It's almost like a new world order, but also in a way, um, you know, like if you don't take this vaccination, which we don't, they're not going to do until next year. You can't do this. You can't do that. So there's a lot of things that we don't know uh, what's going on behind the scenes, you know? No, for sure. There's hundreds of things going on thousands of people involved and i mean that's what makes it like that's what makes it scary right like i mean i don't know if scary is the right word but that's the thing that makes this thing kind of like make you really think about okay she, like what's what's the real agenda here like who's who's pulling the strings uh you know i you know i totally believe that i think we should all be informed and try to do as much research in, in terms of what's going on with, with that kind of stuff because mm -hmm. you know it's it's super easy to also read something like that that's misleading and take it by you know face value, and mm -hmm. like that's why I had like the time not me not doing any episodes the last two months has given me the time to really like think about okay what is really going on I don't want to just feed some conspiracy I don't want to like fucking sound like some social justice warrior just for the sake of sound sounding like I'm correct. You want facts. Yeah, I want facts, you know, and if those facts lead to somebody, like, doing shady shit in terms of what's going on, then, then yeah, you know? I mean, for example, like, a bunch of those CEOs or uh, representatives of the U.S. government that were selling stocks while this, all, this was going, all this was going on, it's like, okay, I mean, there has to be some sort of, uh, like, there's a, you kind of have to see this coming to know that, okay, I'm going to sell these stocks because I'm going to make fucking bank. You know, that is true. I mean, I heard stuff like that. People are buying stocks. So maybe in a way they want us to focus on this COVID where, okay, look at this side. Look, focus on this. And they're doing stuff behind us that we're not seeing. Yeah. I mean, that, I'm not, that doesn't mean that the thing's not dangerous. I mean, just this, in this example, it doesn't mean that the virus isn't real and it's non-existent. But uh -huh. the thing is that it sounds like they, they had an idea that something like this was coming. So... If you're talking about the stock market, there's nothing more serious than that the government, the U.S. as a country, takes more seriously than the stock market. So if you start seeing all these fucking people who've invested millions of dollars, billions maybe, 
on certain stocks and then they start selling things maybe a few weeks maybe like a month before something like is coming is i mean maybe they have some really great analysts which i guess props to them but still like you still have to have some sort of like like fucking like uh what am i trying to say like you have to be in the know type of thing to know what you're gonna do to try to and like maximize your profits when that's going on so yeah when i found before this covid i remember there was a, a huge push on stocks with zoom and i was like why is everyone getting zoom before this covid happened and i was like it just certain things with medical stuff and this and all that's like why is the stocks going up with certain things? Is it? It's almost like uh, remember that movie Trading Places with Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd, where you know they bought all the stock without them knowing, but they knew already what was going to happen when and with the stocks crashed or this whatever. That's why I feel with certain things like that, you know. Yeah, I, I unfortunately have not seen that movie. Ah, yes, no, I haven't seen that movie, but I'll, it sounds like a good, good movie with Eddie Murphy. And that's how the guy from Ghostbusters. You'll love right? it. You'll love it. I'll check it out but i mean yeah it's, it's stuff like that dude like it makes you just think you know i know before it really hit here i had seen a video um i don't have my laptop in front of me right now but i had seen this video where i guess they made like the they organizing like this summit like i think every few years or every year or so mm-hmm. and it's like a pandemic uh reaction uh, there's a there's a fucking name for it but they're basically like a team of CEOs of the like, biggest shipping companies, the biggest pharmaceuticals, blah, blah, blah. And they all basically gather to kind of talk about scenarios where a pandemic can happen and what they'll do to kind of minimize the damage to the economy. So this meeting happened maybe, I want to say, last year. I want to say between August and November. So between those times, they were already kind of like having talks about, okay, let's pretend like this COVID virus comes out of Brazil uh, it's going to cripple this part of the economy. Okay, what are we going to do with the airlines? So they're kind of talking back and forth, planning uh, for worst case scenarios, for contingency plans. Yes. So, and it's like, okay, like, I guess it happens every year. I mean, I see that bacteria and viruses are, they're, they're, they exist all around us every time. You know, we obviously just can't see them, but we don't know what strain is going to knock you down type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I guess that I know you have to have contingency plans in order for you to lessen the impact of when something like that does happen but it's still weird you know they that they talk how they talked about it and then slowly you start seeing things like oh the cdc kind of had an idea like trump kind of had an idea so it's like okay was there was there intention like to kind of let this happen to the economy like you said it could have been like they're trying to get trump out of office or uh, other people say that it could be like uh Trump's like trying to basically uh, please the people with what's going on right now by looking like he's taking care of business so he can get reelected. So, you know, there's two different things. But like you say, it's rabbit hole and rabbit hole, rabbit after rabbit hole with these type of things. So it's kind of hard to tell, man. I, 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 I think the, vir- the virus is. Uh, I still do it every day. Yeah. I think it's serious. I think it's something that we should re- really like be considerate about. But I also mm-hmm. think that we can do things differently that, to the point that we don't have to be in this position of, like, staying at home, too. I'm not, I'm not a fucking scientist here, but there's measures, I think, that could be tweaked a little bit where you can still yeah. keep those, those guidelines, but, you know, help people. Like, have, have a way of helping people. 
Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I, I, I feel like with this COVID, it, it, I know it's, I know it changed you big time, but also changed me. But I feel like to me, maybe Mother Nature was like saying to us, "Okay, guys, I think we need a break from social media. I think it's, it's time to get back and start socializing like we used to, and get off our iPads or this." So it, this could be a warning to us, but I don't know. I just feel like maybe we just needed a break. You know, we just stole on social media and everything you know yeah no it's honestly that's kind of true too i I feel like i saw that as a silver lining um, Mm -hmm. once everything kind of happened because i mean you find yourself at home like a lot of us aren't used to being at home all the time um especially if we're alone in the the house and we have nothing to do you know you let your thoughts kind of like oh yeah go at go places and stuff and i think that's a good thing and a bad thing if you know how to manage it because if you know how to manage it, you can do a lot of introspecting, uh, introspective uh, thoughts with yourself and kind of help you, you know, in a sense, kind of prioritize and clean out that tr- gutter in your head that you collect of things in your head, you know, mm-hmm. it's your time to kind of clear that up. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's time that you don't normally have that you could use for something else, you know, like do something creative if you want, like paint or read a book or catch up on some movies or something, you know. Like, mm-hmm. Just take the time to kind of like learn more about yourself. Uh, if you're with other people, then learn about them and kind of experience that more one-on-one human interaction instead of like, you know, being on the phone all the time and thinking that you're involved because you're liking shit and you're DMing people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like, no, there's a whole different thing. And I, I think for sure, I mean, it gets a little tiring again, but overall, I think it's awesome, you know, to have some time just to kind of like, just reflect on things and like yeah that's what that's what i did uh from this thing uh i just i was thinking about it and um you know it's like man for the only thing like i feel like i gotta stop doing is like i I just i can't be drinking like crap beers every day because i'm gonna get more fatter or i eat or this yeah i was like i don't know i want that shit but what i was trying to do was from this thing is trying to find my inner heart eddie Mm -hmm. because what what I mean by that is with all the hurt that I've been through in my life, and even when I talk about the podcast, what happened with, with my mom and my dad or people from the past did me wrong and stuff, I was trying to detox or trying to clean out and, and meditate or just trying to do whatever I can to take all that that frustration, that hurt, that everything, and just like, you know, like, you know, end a chapter, start a new chapter and clean it. So I can when it so I can have my inner heart again where I could be at peace to move on. Yeah, so yeah. There, there's a lot of things like it. I feel way better now. I mean, I talked about in the podcast where I don't want to be holding grudges or I don't want to be like, oh fuck him, fuck that, or or whatever. It's like now I just moved on. Like, why am I gonna dwell on that? You know, like I'm way better than that. So there's there's a lot of good things that that happened. You know, from from this COVID. You know. No, dude, that's awesome. It's really cool. All I was really saying is just like, um, I think it's cool hearing like stories or, or like when people just kind of like open up to you. Like right now when you said that you took the time to kind of really take those experiences that you had, those negative experiences. Yes. That for a long time, I would assume were kind of like holding like this weight on you. And it wasn't until you took the time to really acknowledge them and face them no matter how uncomfortable it made you feel mm-hmm. that you felt like, okay, it's time for me to really face these, these things and 
and like push through regardless of how it makes me feel so I can kind of like metaphorically see the light at the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. and you feel more free and lighter in terms of like your energy and you know you may not have like fully I guess forgiven somebody but you come to an understanding that those people you know they had their own shit kind of going on too you know and I don't know but I, I think it's just cool hearing that kind of stuff man that you really take the time to be introspective yeah, you just I think I think with this it it, it made us grow up more and make us more like it just it matured us and it made us feel like okay, I need I need I need to take a little step back, look at look at the problem, f- look at it, fix it, adjust it and just take care of it and move on. Yeah. I mean, right now that you said that like the like you said the problem, there's this little quote that I came across a while back I, I hopefully I don't butcher it, but it says something like, um, what does it say? Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, fuck, dude, I totally had a, like, blanked out right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, but it says that, uh, like, we are the solution and the problem to our, like, to our something. But to me, that made sense, you know, because we ourselves can be self-destructive without knowing. Mm. And, you know, we don't really know until we really, like you said, take a step back and say, oh, shit, like, Maybe this thing is not really working for me. Let's try a different approach. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, you know, you don't know you have those self-destructive behaviors until later on after you kind of have time to think back about what you've done. And, you know, if we're able to reach that hyper-awareness before that, I mean, that just gives us, an, there's, I guess, more freedom to kind of decide what you really want to do because you know what the repercussions and what the consequences can be, whatever you do. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah, we just like, you know, we just have to better ourselves, you know, and if there's things that you're doing wrong and I, and I'm doing wrong in our lives, we just have to look at, look at the, look at the picture and see, oh, okay, you know, like with my problem was, and I'll say this very honestly, I was, uh, I was always had, I, I was worried about other people, mm-hmm. which means like, I I was caring too much and not getting support back. Or what I was doing was when you listen to other people's podcasts, you know, and everything, you feel like, oh, my God, like everyone's trying to one up each other whose podcast is better and better. But there's millions of podcasts. And that's why I feel like, well, why is this person getting this guess or this or whatever? So, well, to me, why am I going to be that? This is like what I was thinking of. And. I don't want to be like that no more. It's like, and, and because of this, this COVID now, it's like, now you just want to be there and support everyone, you know? Yeah. Sorry. I sneeze here, but no, I, I get what you're saying. Like, uh, it, it's a perfect time. Like, that's why I have a, um, it's really cool to see all these other podcasts, man. Like just, especially the ones within that group that, you know, we, we guys put together. Like, mm-hmm. it's good to see that people are still being creative. Like they're still pumping out content. Like yeah. they started like those live stream concerts, like sure it's it's not like the best type of version of the song that you're listening to. Mm-hmm. But like the fact that people just wanna feel like they're part of something is cool, man. Like, like there's people who still want the need to create, to share, and yeah. then there's people who still wanna feel like they're part of this little community. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of us, I, I would say, because there's still a lot of douchebags and dicks out there that during those whole time it just gets amplified. But for the most part, a lot of us are just kind of trying to find a way to feel like part of something, you know, and, yeah. and mm-hmm. podcasting, whether you're by yourself in the car or wherever you are listening to this on your own, 
those conversations feel like you're there. Like it feels like you're there and it just bring helps bring that sense of, of togetherness in a sense. Yeah. Um, I feel with a lot of people who, who will probably hear this episode with you and I, a lot of people and a lot of people who listen to your podcast or mine is like, sometimes in a way, do you feel like we're important to them? Uh, like to like the listeners? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. It's, uh, from my experience, I would say that um, I've had people come up to me and tell me that they enjoyed certain conversations because it can relate to them mm-hmm. and that they felt like they could like take some of that information and kind of apply it to themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it wasn't like life-changing shit, but it's like little things, you know? And, and it, to me, it makes me feel like some people are listening and they do legit care about what the experiences people are talking about. Yes. Uh, I don't know if it's because they have like just a whole nother level of like uh, empathy or sympathy, whatever it is uh, towards people and they kind of connect closer. But um, mm-hmm. I mean, for the most part, I think there's a handful of people that do care. Like yeah. legit, even if they don't know you. And I mean, of course there's always going to be a few haters and, you know, sprinkled around trolls and stuff. But I think for the people who know what your show's about, I think that it, it does bring some sort of, like new information to their lives. Yeah, because I the reason why I say that because when when again from this COVID, um, I want to be more interact with a lot of the listeners because when you get a lot of DMs and and they say, "Oh, Eddie, man, I love that episode, man. I, it really changed my heart." And when they hear that episode, they have a new perspective for who you are, what your podcast about, and what they're doing in life. And and that's why I feel like with a lot of podcasters, you know, um, we're all real. We're, we're from the heart. And, uh, and you know, there are some, which I talked about the Mega Man's Life, which um, I don't affiliate because it was more like they were more like a, a – they were more putting on a character, but they weren't real to themselves. And yeah. mm-hmm. I, I, I had to step away from that because there was, a, there was a podcast I won't mention, but it was only not, – not, it was only one. But I was listening to this podcast for years. But there's one thing that a lot of people always say to me, Mega Man, never meet your heroes. Because I thought this person was like making a difference in the podcast and everything. I was a believer. I was supportive. But when you meet your heroes, they turn out to be fucking douchebags. They turn out to be fake. They turn mm-hmm. out to be attention whores and this. And, and, and I always would say like, why do you do a podcast if, if – if how you are, if you're being a fucking douchebag, you know, yeah. it's just, it, it was just, it was just some stuff like that. And it, it to be, to be honest, Eddie, it, it really hurt my heart, you know? No, I bet. I mean, you, you have like this idea of, 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 of what things are, are like for that person. And then they, you, you meet them and you're like, what the fuck? Exactly. Like, it, it just takes you back, you know? And that's one of the things with me too. It's just like, I, I want to be, I don't want to. I don't want to have somebody call me out on my bullshit. And if they are calling me out on my bullshit, it's something that I'm. Depending on what it is, you know. If somebody says like, "Hey, cut your hair," I'll be like, "No," you know. <laughs> <laughs> but if somebody's like, "Hey, you know, like maybe you got this wrong," or like, "Have you thought about seeing things this way?" Then I'll like look into it. I'll read it, and then you know, if it's something that kind of like does make factual sense to me, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna be like, "Okay," you know, like maybe I should start changing my narrative on this. It kind of 
change little things like that. Mm-hmm. But it's in a sense to try to improve just myself because ultimately the only person I can improve is myself and then learn how to control the environment or the situations to the best of my ability. Exactly. You know? Oh, so. exactly. And uh, the reason why, because uh, on Friday I went to work and uh, I know this person, this person follows me. I won't mention this person's name, but uh, he left a really, really bad uh, uh, a comment on my rate and review on my Apple podcast. Uh-huh. And he was saying, oh, Megan, man, you're just a character. You're not. And uh, I don't take you seriously no more. You, uh, you, you, your podcast is different right now. You copy, like, you just copy the stuff, what, what, what Joe Rogan and, and the fighter and the kid talk about. And stuff. Yeah. it's almost like in a way you think in a way, like I'm going to plagiarize or, or copy the stuff or what they say. And I'm going to repeat it back in my podcast no you got to find your own your own voice you have mm-hmm. to be original and stuff like that i mean don't get me wrong we all listen to joe rogan because he brings a lot of important people or a fighter of the kid because oh maybe because why is Mega man always reposting all that because it's a good it's a good podcast we're mm-hmm. supporting podcasts and that's where a lot of people like people who are haters and trolls don't know what we do behind the scenes of how to gather all the research, how to get all the information to to make a good episode, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, of course. I mean, especially if you're taking the time to kind of like sit down and and, and talk. It's, it's a lot of things. Like, I don't know. I don't know this person. I, I don't know what they're if they're involved in, like, like community organizing and stuff. But like the thing is, like, like how much it, it, like, it takes a lot of effort to I'm sorry. It takes no effort to say something negative. Mm-hmm. You know, it it takes no effort. People can just be like, oh, this shit sucks because no, they're not putting any effort into really in, trying to see like what you're really about. And then mm-hmm. even then, even when they're doing that, like if they have the energy to just be negative, like there's mm-hmm. something definitely not going their way in their life. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's something that they're trying to compensate for, for mm-hmm. feeling that void that they do. And I'm not saying everybody does. I mean, people can, I guess, be nice and still want to be dicks. Mm-hmm. But, what I'm trying to say is that, like, if you're really taking the energy to be negative towards something, not, like, even constructively, like, like your opinion can matter any less to me, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it, it's just something that if you really let allow it, like, if you were to allow that to kind of, like, get to you, yeah, like, it's going to affect the quality of your show only to try to please that one person. Mm, yeah. Know? And yeah. it's like, you know, that per- one, like, fuck that one person. I mean, sure, mm. it can be a fan, I mean, but like, if somebody tells me I'm not gonna listen to your show anymore, they'll be like, "Dude, cool, man!" Like, I'm sure there's gonna be two or five other people who are gonna come across it, and they mm. are gonna enjoy it. Yeah, you know? like, yeah, it, that's what it is. It's you're gonna lose and you're gonna grow. You're gonna lose and grow, and don't get discouraged because there's one fucking person who's like, "Fuck your show." Yeah, and you know, yeah, and, 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 and yeah, that's a good point. Uh, the reason why because. When you get to the podcast game, uh, you got to have super thick skin, you know, because I think in a way, a lot of people are so used to getting all the love, love, love. But when you get a, a mean comment or this or whatsoever, there are certain people who can't take it. So when I saw this, I bet you this person was more like, oh, look at Mega Man. He's going to fall down for himself. So I was like, no, because that to me is like, why am I going to worry and kill my whole day because of you left a a comment or a rate, bad rate review on my thing. I don't care about that. (laughs) You know, I I just, I don't care because with, with a lot of people, you got to move on from it. You mean you're going to win some 
you're going to lose some. You're going to have haters and you're going to have people who love your episode. I mean, you're going to have people who's going to crucify you and this or whatsoever, but you really got to have super thick skin to, to get to the next level. Yeah. And then, and stay consistent with yourself. Like, don't, don't, like, don't change who you are. Oh, no, no. You know, to, you know, you're just, at the end of the day, what are you really doing? Like, you're really trying to tailor like the conversations to what you're interested in. Like my, my conversations, mm-hmm. the social primate, they're usually about things that I enjoy, things that I like feel passionate about. Yeah. And then yeah. I find people who are even more passionate about it and that want to come in and talk about it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't have, I mean, sure. People might tell me like, Oh, you should do an episode on like drugs or something like, Oh yeah. You know, those are things that I'll write, not like jot down. Like, okay, maybe I'll work on getting somebody who who's into that field mm-hmm. so on and so forth. But, Overall, I'm doing the episode, the podcast, because it's something that I honestly enjoy doing. And it's conversations that I honestly feel like they're more beneficial for me because I'm consuming them first firsthand. And mm-hmm. I'm just putting it out there for somebody else to eventually find and consume. Oh, yeah. You know? and, and like with me and stuff, uh, I feel like there's a lot of people who unfollow me or this or I don't like your podcast no more because it's not the same. And I, I and I told like, what do you mean it's not the same? Well, we want the cheese made. We want the gossip. We want the drama and stuff. It's like, man, I'm not like that no more because, you know, those those goes back to a lot of the old times from uh, a lot of the George Perez and the Sidek army and all that stuff, which mm. they were all wild and about. But I think in a way with me, I just like I just grew out of it and I grew up and uh you know, I run. I have a new perspective of how I want my podcast to be, and I, I'm very selective who I bring on. So maybe with them, they just kind of boys like, well, I don't know who this person is, or or this. So I, I like, I just grew out of it, you know. No, I, I get you, dude. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with growing out of it too, you know. It, mm-hmm. Like, if anything, it just kind of shows you. It starts showing you different different Maturity. sides of Mega Man, you know. Like, like you're you're not just one person, like one thing. Like you're you're a fuck you're a human dude and you know we're all human and we all have these multiple like sides to ourselves yeah that we don't necessarily have to fit into one's one or a group of people's perception of what they think we should be yeah because you know? when you said like when you said like you're you're just putting a character on and i'm thinking to myself what is a character i mean there's two types of podcasts either you're an entertainer or you, or you're there, or you're a person who informs people. But I don't see myself as a character. And Eddie, you see me straight up face to face. I'm not putting a front on. Yeah, no, no, of course, no. It's, I think you're, it's, it's, you're, you're. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Pretty gen- genuine, genuine. Yeah, yeah, genuine. I guess I feel like I'm saying it weird, but the vibes are just genuine vibes. Like there's, it's not, it's not fake. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't feel fake. It doesn't feel like forced. I've been in other people's shows and. You know, I don't think they do they're, they're podcasting anymore. But you know, there was a you, you can just sense it. They were just there to kind of like get you get you on. Just uh, you know, because when you do podcasts, for people who don't understand is if I share your stuff, uh, you're gonna get some of the followers that I have to check yes. out your stuff, mm-hmm. and vice versa. So you're kind of like it's like a spider web that are just being connected, you know, through people, and eventually it kind of becomes its own little thing. But what I'm trying to get to is certain people just kind of want to do it to kind of get those numbers up, you know, and it's not necessarily about the quality of the conversation. And it's, I'm not saying that you can be, you can't be superficial with a conversation, but usually if you really want to get into what this person's about, you want to go deep. Like you ask those hard questions, you ask those questions Mm -hmm. that might make them uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, you know, it, 
it gives you a new and like a perspective of what this person's about oh yeah there's a lot of people like when you when you had me on uh you know i i was an open book because i wanted you to geek to ask me those hard questions but i feel like with a lot of podcasts or a lot of certain people you don't you can't ask those kind of questions because they it's their name they worry about their name more than you know they don't want people to know like oh this is don't talk about this don't talk about that edit this out like no you have to be genuine you have to be passionate you have to be real because a lot of people these days who listen to the podcast they want honesty they want realness and that's where martin moreno felipe and joy cocadillas comes into play and everything they say mega man just be yourself be happy be real just be there because your audience will know if you're being real or not. Yeah, then they can call you out on it. They'll call you. Oh, yeah. They'll, They'll call you out, out, you know. And there's some people be like, hey, Megan, man, you talk about this too much or this. But I don't want to repeat myself with certain things. But you're going to have a lot of new listeners who don't know who you are, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then, just getting into you and they're like, oh, shit. Yeah, you know, and you, I mean, that's that's the podcast, you know, you're you're building your followers, but you're gaining new followers and gaining new listeners. Be, and you're going to be like, wow, I, I didn't know there's people listening to me in Sweden or England or this or or whatsoever. So that's what I want to do. And that's where I wanted. Again, we talked earlier, you know, when I put that picture, shout out to Brian Designs, when I put the Latino podcast, you know, all the people you everyone should be listening to uh, because we all have voices and I wanted your podcast. And I wanted your voice to be heard and told, you know, I want people to listen to you because you're genuine and you have a, and you care about where you came from. You care about your podcast and, and I know you're a good father to your son and everything. And that's where a lot of people want to know who is Eddie Aguirre all about? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I try to be as open as I can, uh, you know, but, Again, man, it's uh, I, I I don't. My experiences have just taught me that I just need to be honest with myself and with people, mm-hmm. and, you know. And if people don't like it, what I have to say, then fine, you know, that's their choice. Yeah, I'm speaking what I believe is my truth, and I know that can mm-hmm. be objective, and I mean, not biased, but mm-hmm. you know, for the most part, I try to always be objective to what I'm trying to talk about and mm-hmm. like understand both things before I start talking. You know. Yeah, man. I'm a I'm a I'm a true believer um, on a lot of people's podcasts and uh, I listen to a no lie no such thing as uh, maybe close to 90 or 100 different types of podcasts and uh, you know your podcast is probably one of my top 10 and uh, you know and you and fix and everyone but there's some other podcasts you know um, you know you can try to support them but they'll tell you like hey Megan man don't don't promote me that much is why, because I just do this for fun. I'm just, I'm kind of half, I'm ha- I'm like kind of half assing it. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, well, I always tell them like, dude, your podcast has potential. I, I can see it, but they don't want to, they don't want to take it to the next level. You know, they don't, yeah. it, it just, it, I, I just, I don't know. I just, I just see something maybe, and maybe it's like a diamond in the rough, but in a way, Maybe they're just comfortable for for the pockets for who it is. They don't want to get big or not, whatever. But it's I don't know, you know. Yeah, I mean it's definitely okay to have just like some side of hobby project or something, you know. There's, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it, uh, you know. But you know, if a lot of the times it's just our mentality too that just like um maybe it's just for fun. I don't think I'm I don't know if this is gonna blow up type of thing, and it discourages you, you know. But 
I think uh, you know that is if true. you decide if you decide to take it seriously, it, it's uh, you know just be more consistent. That's that's pretty much it. But you know, props to everybody who's just creating content, man. Like yeah, yeah, like that's everybody. Like, that's a big must, you know. And uh, you know, like with me this year, I'm, I want to get a YouTube channel and stuff. Um, you know, I didn't tell you this, but maybe you should know now. Um, I'm gonna be going hard till like 2023, 2024, all the way because. Mm-hmm. I want my goal was to get on the Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh yeah, I you saw know? that man. Yeah, I saw that yeah. on Instagram. And a lot of people, oh man, you if you saw the DMs Eddie man, they'll be like, you'll be like, what the fuck? A lot of people mock me like, how are you gonna get your name out there? How are you gonna get on the Joe Rogan? And those are the things where when people DM you or tell you that, I really have to like ignore it and just don't hear it because if you let people feed into the, if, if you feed into that people's bad energy, then you're going to be like, you're right. I'm never going to get on. Mm-hmm. So to me, I have to be more focused. And a lot of people are telling me why 2023, why 2024 It's because I want to build their, the podcast organically, but also work on my weaknesses, get the website, get the merch, get, do other people's podcasts. And that's, that's one thing, Eddie, a lot of people always tell people, if you have a podcast, Try to do other people's podcasts to get your name out there. Don't yeah. be stuck in the pond. A lot of podcasters don't want to do other people's podcasts, maybe because it's a, it's an ego thing or this or whatsoever. But you got to get your name out there. Yeah, dude, that's honestly one of the probably the best ways to to get that fan base. You know, it's because again, like like right now, you know, like I mean, my thing is not like oh, I'm gonna get mega mass followers and stuff. It's just you know, I, I like talking to you. I, just, I like we, we, with you. we click we click yeah you know so it's not like there's no effort there's no 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 real like sense of like priority to be like oh shit i gotta get Mega Man's listeners now it's more like if it happens it happens if, if two people listen to it and they follow me fuck it like i'll take it but mm-hmm. the whole thing is at least i took some more information from you i learned more about you you know you you did the same for me yeah and people who learned it who talk about i mean listen to this they have a better idea of not just what we talk about but Maybe what we said relates to them, you know, and mm-hmm. like that's what I care about. Like that's the part I care about. When I hear your episodes, um, you really get into deep talks and serious talks. And because of you, I'm gonna give you credit because when you when you hear other people's podcasts, you you learn a little thing about them, and it's only gonna make me better. But also, it, because of your podcast, when you ask these questions, and I know like. You're from the heart, and if I ever have a future guest on, I know how to put my game face on where I can joke around and be cool and everything, but when you have some real guests who are more serious, I really want to get into that to that deep like mode where I want to be focused. I want to be serious, you know, stuff like that, mm-hmm. and that's where a lot of people who unfollow me or don't listen because they like me to be a goofball or talk shit or talk about negative or drama but i'm moving on from that stuff because i want to get to focus where i want to focus on this guest and i want to be very serious with them you know yeah and it's understandable i mean i, I know you know we're all um like in different phases of our lives you know like yes. some people are more emotionally developed than others mentally blah 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 but you know but like you said it's like if those people are dropping you because you don't talk about certain things but then you're changing to talk about growth and like more uh, i guess stuff that's more developed yes then you're there's also people out there who are looking for that 
type of content, and then mm-hmm. you're gonna get those people back in another form, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Maybe them they're gonna be, uh, uh, well, the listeners are gonna stick around longer because mm-hmm. they're they're sticking around for the stuff that 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 goes deep, you know, it's not just superficial. Yeah, that's what the thing what I want to do because I want to get so deep where. Like, I wanted to go to school to learn how to speak Spanish because I don't know how to speak Spanish. My mom never taught me that. And yeah. I want I want to set that as a goal, you know, and, uh, you know, learn stuff from the podcast, you know, uh, learn how to be more of a speaker. Because knowing the fact it's harder for me to do a podcast, Eddie, because of my stuttering problem. And, yeah. you know, I have to try to overcome that. And I've been dealing with it close to what the goal, I'm going on 26 years now. And uh, I came a long way. So there's a lot of things I, you know, I want to do with the podcast and work on a lot of things. And, and ever since I did your podcast, you know, a lot of the Super Audio Network and all the family, like Heidi, Dusty, Fix, Dre, a lot of the people and stuff, man. It's like um, they, they show me love, you know, and stuff like that, you know. So, I mean, they're probably going to be hearing this, you know, and a lot of people will be like, man, when are you going to have, have Eddie back on, man? That's my boy. <laughs> Yeah, dude, look again. I'm I'm glad you had me on, man. And I, I'm I'm glad that my first episode back, in a sense, is you know talking with you because honestly, it, it was a great conversation and made, you made me feel comfortable again. You know, oh, yeah, man. And for you to came all the way, almost you almost got your tires popped when you went back in my alley. <laughs> yeah, that's <last> like, <laughs> damn, dude. I'm go. glad. I'm glad. I'm glad it happened, but I, that, I was like, what the fuck, stupid Siri? Yeah, yeah. When you did my podcast. And, you know, we did it in the kitchen and you were like, just have, you're just, I wanted you to be you and just have a good time and stuff like that, you know, and, uh, and, you know, and that's the one thing, you know, it's just uh, sometimes in a way you just, when you feel a connection with someone and you feel when you do other people's podcasts, you know, it's going to be real or not. And I felt like when I did your podcast, I already felt your energy is like, this is already going to be good. I already know. You know, that's 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 what I'm. That's what I try to be about. You know, just good energy. You know. Oh yeah. I want to have. I want to make people feel comfortable and just want to have. You know, sit down and have a complete random conversation with a stranger. Awesome. Um, so what's the? So what 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 do you have planned up? What's the? What are the adjustments or anything? What you're doing on the Social Primate Podcast now? Um, I mean, I'm just gonna be. I'm, I mean, I'm gonna start recording this month. I'm gonna. I mean, if. Hoping that I'm, I'm gonna check out the the quality on the anchor on this afterwards, and it's, then you know, yeah, yeah. If it sounds fucking good, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna start doing this. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm gonna start doing this, uh, because fuck Zoom or Skype. I mean, I'll try it out if I have to, but yeah, I'm really trying to avoid that. So I mean, I'm, this just felt like a phone conversation. So you know, yeah, it felt a lot easier and more natural. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it, yeah, it's it, I like it. It's good. It's easy and stuff. And 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 I know that the the sound is very crisp. You know, because I can hear your voice super clear. Yeah, same here. So you know, I'm I'm expecting this to sound fucking legit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, I'm gonna try that out. But uh, yeah, I mean, for the most part, you know, up until I see if about getting going back into the studio, I'll I'll work through this through these means. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm gonna start pushing more, man. I'm gonna start pumping out more content. Uh, I'm gonna focus on merchandise too. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm hoping to work. I'm working on this little side project that. It's doing the confidential phases, but I hope that kind of develops from now to towards the end of the year, depending on how this COVID stuff continues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm pretty excited, and I, if, if everything goes through, then you know there there's gonna be a, a a whole new bunch of changes 
to the show in terms of how it's produced. And that's what I'm trying to do too. You know, like um, I know the stickers and the, the pins and everything, the merch, you know, and all that stuff, but I'm pretty much in a way focused on the, on the technical stuff, you know, like the YouTube channel and this, the new adjustments and everything. Cause you know, you, you, I know in a way I, I don't have a producer, like, you know, how like I'll drag this yeah. with yours, but with me, I want to do everything on my own and I want to get it, take, you know, take care of everything. But in a way I was like, I always wanted to have a home base instead of doing it in my house, you know, cause I might be moving to Downey or I don't know, but I want to have a home base where I call it my home, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, a, oh, sorry. That's uh, definitely important. You know, once, especially once you have that established, it feels easier to kind of just go in and do what you got to do instead of focusing on like, the uh, other intricacies of like setting up and like yeah like yeah it, it, it's a whole little process like you definitely have to be there like maybe an hour or 30 minutes before the show starts to kind of make sure everything's mm-hmm. good you know and it feels good to kind of have a place to just come in and sit down and you're ready to talk hey i don't know if i i i don't i think i just noticed uh i think the episode that we done i think we have over a hundred yeah, dude, that, that's that's been a good episode. I think that was like four, maybe five episodes. Yeah, like the last. Yeah, it's, it hasn't been too too deep in there, so it's like pretty up there. It's still in my catalog. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm surprised people have been listening too. Like the last two months, the I mean, they haven't been like extremely high numbers, but, but it's good numbers. Really it's like, oh wow. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, what is it like? Yeah, so the, like the last four or five episodes, because yours was like episode like third. No, what was it? Episode. 20 something late 20s like early 30s yeah 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 that so from there all those episodes i've been doing pretty decent like the last two months as i haven't recorded mm-hmm. so i'm proud like even if i haven't been promoting people yeah. have been like tuning in and stuff you know yeah yeah but, it's yeah man. yeah i've just been trying to do whatever i can if i other um you know when when you do other people's podcasts like uh, a lot of people don't know this but when you're a podcaster when you do other people's podcasts you do it live it's game on like you got to make it good, you know, because, you know, it's my name, you know, and, uh, you know, I want to like, I want to keep a legacy, you know, like you want to, you want, you want this podcast where you want everyone to know who Eddie Aguirre all about, but also with your son, because he's going to look at this too down the road. Oh yeah. He's going to, yeah. He's going to look into this at some point. He's going to be like, what the hell? <laughs> <He's my dad." laughs> but hey, he's going to, he's going to have a better idea of who he who who is uh his father was you know like oh yeah and that's I think that's it goes especially when you don't have that person around anymore like you know having something like that you know it's it just means a lot more to that you know to that you know to like if if somebody forgets about these conversations in twenty years fuck it but my son will have access to them and he he wants to hear hundred uh you know episodes worth of his dad talking then fuck it you know that's all i really care you about. know what would be awesome eddie if down the road you should do an episode of like a solo one about you but it's almost like you're talking to your son when he gets older when he hears it you know damn dude that'd be pretty dope dude. i was thinking about doing that on a one episode yeah. where a lot of the listeners would know but you want your son to know who was my dad all about? Why is he like this? Why was he like treat me like this or and all that stuff to to have your son understand, you know, how it is where you were like a single father. You had it hard, but you were a good dad to your son and you were there no matter what, you know? Dude, no, I honestly like uh I'm I'm gonna start doing these these solo episodes, at least maybe like one every other week or something. Mm-hmm. 
But um, you know, low key, I was inspired by the fact that you do the the life of Mega Man. So yeah, that's kind of wanna, you know, not like do a series like you, like in in terms of like my whole life, but mm -hmm. just get more personal with like myself type of thing. Yeah, like what you're what what you what like what you're doing. When you're not doing podcasts, what's what's been going on in Eddie's mind, or or you want to van in this or whatsoever? It's, I mean, because we all want to be informed. It's not like we're being cheese man, but we want everyone wants to know who are you when you're not doing podcasts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it's it's awesome. I, I love doing it, and I hope to keep doing it a little longer. Um, sorry, just to interrupt you, Mega Man. Do you know how long, much longer we have? Oh, uh, right. Oh, well, we're, we're almost at the end right now. I just got uh. I just got one question. What's the what? Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, before we go, um, for our audience listening, because we're, we're almost at that time. Because right now I have to go pick up my voice too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Uh, I just want to say uh, to all the people out there, uh, do you have any uh, any love? Show love and support to all your followers. I mean, everyone's been kind of telling me like, "Hey, uh, I know you can have Eddie on. You know, just tell them what we miss them. We love them. Hope he's doing okay. You know." Damn, I mean, uh, you know, thank you for everybody. For I mean, there's a few people who reached out to me after I posted a, a post about, you know, me not feeling well. I, I had like maybe eight, ten people reach out to me and just like say, hey, if you need anything, let me know. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really like heartwarming, dude. Like, like pe people who I don't really know or people who I just met like a few times, they were more than willing to kind of like show some support. Okay. Um, yeah. So, you know, big thank you for to them, first of all. And then like, like everybody who's been doing podcasts like keep doing it like don't stop like i think especially during these times we will need that extra like other voice to kind of like fall back on in case we need to feel like we want to learn something or relate to something mm -hmm. um man just yeah just big thank you to everybody dude and I, last thing is that people need to be nice to each other yes like these moments now like nobody's nobody knows what's going on Every, everything's uncertain with everybody and because of that, I think everybody should be a little bit more patient with each other and with the way things are trying to run. Because, you know, for a lot of us, we've never experienced something like this. So everybody's reactions can be understandable if you really put yourself in the position that none of us know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. You know? But I get the same time, don't be a dick. Yeah. Like, and you, just yeah, just don't be a dick. And we're going to end it on that. Uh, Eddie. Thank you for coming on the Mega Man's podcast, man. I really appreciate it. You're like family. It's almost like every time I like I every time I like to have you on, man. I already know it's gonna be a, a bomb ass episode. And, and I know we covered so many topics and everyone. And where can everyone follow you at? Uh yeah, people can check it out on Spotify, uh, Stitcher. I think those are the main ones. Apple Podcasts, the ones that I kind of push more. Mm -hmm. But um my YouTube videos, I don't think they're up right now because I kind of like doing my own channel right now with super audio mm -hmm. so i have like the separate channel yeah but um yeah you can find it there and then anchor you know hell yeah anchors part of the better area but hell yeah well everyone follow my boy eddie social primates podcast it's a very very underrated podcast please give it a listen all his episodes are fire from beginning all the way until to the last episode before this COVID. Uh, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts to make the podcast better. Uh, you can follow me at the Mega Man's Podcast and my personal one at Mega Man Six Nine Eight Zero. Once again, Eddie, thank you for coming on the Mega Man's Podcast, and I hope you and your family are safe, man.
dude, thank you so much again, Mega Man. As always, I, I hope he, I hope I have you on my episode soon too. <laughs> oh. yeah, we'll, we'll do another one of these. We'll love it. I'll and I'm, I'm gonna remind you about that beer, man. Oh, hey, no, no, oh, don't worry about the beers. <laughs> I already, I'll. I already, I'm going to give you like, I'm going to give you a variety. I'm going to give you a four pack, but I'm going to give you two four packs, but a variety with, with a mix of different types of uh, beers. So, you know, you never know what kind of taste, but you have for, for your beer. Yeah. So I, don't worry. I got the beers for you, dude. Okay. You're making me thirsty. Sounds good. All right. Man. All right, everyone. Take care. I hope you love this episode with me and my boy, Eddie from the Social Primate Podcast. We're out, guys. Later. Peace. Late.